Good morning, friends, and welcome to Some People's Kids, youth pastors kicking snowmen down with other youth pastors. We are here. My name's Andrew. I'm here with my brother. You're not Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. My dyslexia That's came in it, so oh, hard. Man. So quick, if you listen to the last episode, he explains how that works. He oh, was trying man. to find his name and found mine instead. <laughs> My That's brain. awesome. Kicking I'm down other snowmen. This is Andrew. Dude. Andrew's got a new mic and it sounds delicious. Oh, well, I'm going to post a picture of it on our socials because so I good. am a fan. MXL, good job. Maybe I'll we, post we, we uh, do it. a needs list. To our yeah. Ko-Fi account, if you guys want to. Is there a Mike-Fi account? No, but I can put it on Ko-Fi for like a hey, this is what we, this yeah, is what's this is needed. What we're going after. We're looking forward to stuff to build it, building up to. Maybe someone laid on their heart to get get you a mic. Who knows? Get us another mic. Uh, but no. today we're talking about scheduling. Hold on, I had a question about your snowman thing. My snowman thing. All right, cool. Yeah, I have you ever built a snowman? Oh yeah, I built snowman all the time. All the time. Yeah. Like it's a whole year thing for you? Like what do you mean all the time? Like with my girl. What? Oh, you can't all the time. How do you do that? Well, I mean like I guess not all the time. Yeah, like come on. I've built one snowman with my kids since they've been alive. Do you ever do it? Like we do it every time the snow falls. Every time there's certain snow snow textures you can't do that with. Says you. Says everybody. What? Where you grew up? Where you grow up? I grew up in Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. Yeah, I guess that snow in Michigan is different. Yeah. That's just snow in Michigan. Nothing like just, lake effect. <laughs> yeah, it's just People always, out here are like, oh actually, my goodness, there's three inches of snow on oh the my ground. Gosh. I'm like, you're three feet and we still went to school. Dude, yeah, I know. I but, literally made a joke all the time growing up that, that the guy who decided whether we had school or not drove a Hummer that was lifted. I thought it was a joke because yeah, I, I made it up. Yeah. Turns out that's true. He drives a and lifted Hummer. And if he can't get to school... Yes. Then we then the then he's like, all right, I bet we can't. Or school's canceled for for the district. But it was like there was all the buses are like, I can't get through that snow drift. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then there's such things called fog days. They don't have those where you're from. No, they don't. You no. have fog days? Yeah. Oh, you, oh yeah. You're, Especially the wow. the country schools. I grew up more inner city, but the country schools. Oh yeah, because of buses. That, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, can't they're drive. like, no, you can't drive. Did you school? Did I school? Did your school take <laughs> so my school one of the days off that we always took off? Yeah, and this wasn't when I first started going to high school. This happened, I think, my second or my sophomore or junior year. But we no, this might have happened in elementary school. Uh, but the school and all of the schools in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which is where I grew up, I grew up in Escanaba. Uh, all the schools. Boo. I just wanted to yeah. get all the Ohio people in on that. <laughs> Boo. We can't say anything. We lost this year. Whatever. You can have one every 10 years. Go ahead. <laughs> there you go. So I didn't want to. I, so this is not a sports podcast, but I have opinions. I have, we both have opinions <laughs> on sports. Yeah, we do. Uh, but, and whether or not esports are, anyway. No, we already had that. <laughs> I, I, we, I conceded. We can that I was wrong. You did. <laughs> you did. Um, Humility. But we, we were, uh, we have... A day off that nobody else has in the Upper Peninsula, and it's the opening day of deer season. Oh, opening day of deer season is a national holiday for the Upper Peninsula, of Michigan. I don't imagine that you're the only people that take that day off. Oh, yeah. you're the only school district that has it scheduled. We had nobody show up, so so like that day is equivalent to like President's Day. Yeah, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, it's not equivalent in significance. <laughs> 
not even, not what about are you that, saying, man. Andrew? What I'm, not, I'm just saying, saying I'm not saying what you could have potentially thought I was saying. That's why I followed up. But for you guys, speaking of calendars, uh, yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying that that you guys take those dates. That's a that's like it, a holiday for you guys. It is. It's a holiday. It's because I never went deer hunting. I I mean, I tried, but my I was so bored. I think I would do it now because I'm like, are you kidding? Just you would go chill hunting? out. Yeah, I would just go chill out and relax in a blind and and enjoy nature. Have you ever went hunting before? Yeah, and I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> we, neither one of us are hunters. No, if but I would do it now. I you, would do it now. We should do it. We should do it and post of us going hunting. If there's someone who listens to this that would like to take two big men <laughs> who look like they should know how to hunt and teach us how – I mean. I'm, I'm halfway I've been decent. hunting. I'm halfway decent at shooting. But yeah. I, like, I, I took Hunter's training course when I was at, in high did school. you get a merit badge? <laughs> First of all, easy on the Boy Scouts of America, okay? I was, I'm was. the Eagle Scout, so I get to say it. You're an Eagle Scout? Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. I was a Life Scout. Yeah. Oh, oh my you gosh. quit early. Yeah, no, I did. I quit. <laughs> totally quit. I totally quit. I'm, just, I'm that guy. Oh, man. I just, my dad, my dad who passed, he would be so mad right now if he's listening to this. He'd be like, you did quit. We had it all set up for you. You were there. Like two merit badges in a project. I would have oh, had no, it. Oh, no, you had the Eagle Project left. Yeah, I was oh, halfway buddy. through it. Check this out. You were halfway through the Eagle oh, Project yeah, and halfway through it and I quit. Oh. And, oh, man, people are going to think so badly of me. They already do, but that's okay. So I quit and someone else finishes the project and it counts for their eagle you did not plan your schedule oh, accordingly no. speaking of calendars <laughs> <laughs> how do you set up your calendar for the season how do you do it andrew how do you so i do mine in like time periods time yeah. frames and then i've got like reoccurring things but i will get into mine in a minute but tell me about how do you like short term plan month yep. plan how do you like time frame plan because i yeah. know we got different like time periods or uh just like time frames i you know like you got your fall winter schedule whatever and then how do you year plan so yeah. three different plans in stage let's talk about the the short-term month plan so how do i plan for a month yeah well or what do you want to go big idea to I go small big idea to small yeah All right, that's big idea. so year it. calendar so year calendar we're talking about it now because it's the beginning of a new year, but we both start our we both plan our calendars in August, really. Yeah. Because well, we, plan, we follow it a yeah. school we follow the school year, so August to uh, June, I guess. But um, so when I'm putting together a calendar, there's a couple things that go through my mind. Um, there is a there's a lot of resources out there on this. I think uh, Youth Ministry Tools, where they got like 4.0 or 2.0 or 3.0, they've got they've got all this management parts that come with ministry, and that and actually calendars and schedules is a management part of ministry you have that you have the preaching of the word and, and that's primary but you also have some management stuff and that's where schedules come in so for me when i'm sitting down and look at a schedule put together a calendar for the year i look at okay yeah we have events yeah we have teaching yeah we have trainings we have all those things i think about breaks that one of the first things i do is i look up our local school district's calendar when are they you know from end of august early september to June to beginning of June, which is what the District 81 Spokane school schedule goes, I start there and I go, okay, let me just get the breaks out of the way where most of our kids are going to go on vacation or you know, whatever it is. I just, I've just noticed for us, when we have breaks or the school has breaks, we actually don't have a lot of kids come to youth ministry. 
Um, cause we have, we don't have one central school that we focus on. We have kids that go to a whole bunch of different schools at our church. And so, you know, they're all schedules are different. So we actually end up losing more kids during breaks, but I get that done first. But the big, the big thing that we do that is just kind of dawned on me is we think primarily about when we put together a year long calendar, we think about three different people groups when we're putting it together. We, we, we ask the question first for the first people uh, group of people that we think of is our students when we hand the kids the calendar for the month or the year are they going to be excited about that are they excited about maybe what an event is or what you know lesson we're teaching or game we're teaching or things like that are they excited about that or do they look at that calendar and go i want to do that i want to be a part of that and then we also think about our volunteers when i look at a calendar when i hand my volunteers our calendar do they say that's manageable? I can do that. I can parse out time for that. You're demanding, you know, me to, you know, miss work, you know, maybe a week or week and a half out of the year combined maybe or just summer camp or winter retreat. Okay, I can do that. And I get want to give it to them soon enough to where they can request off work, right? And then the third group I'm thinking about is parents, do the parents look at that calendar and go, oh, man, this youth ministry is over demanding and our kids and our family life can't fit that? Or do we look at it and go, yeah, it's probably going to stretch us, but we need to teach our kids to prioritize community, specifically God's family as a community. And we can we can make that fit. We can put that in there. Or do they also or can they look at it as the parents and go, Oh, that totally fits. It's mindful of school. It's mindful of sports. It's mindful of our family time. Um, but they've given it to us soon, soon enough where we can work our family vacation in the summer around this and, and things like that. So I think of I don't those. I think I even, I've never processed that deeply, my schedule. Oh, yeah. I, That's insane. Yeah. That's good. Because for me, one, one of the reasons was I had volunteers going, you're asking too much. And, and or you're not asking soon enough, meaning yeah. now I'm seeing the calendar for the first time, <clears throat> and excuse me, and now I don't I don't have enough time to request this off because you know I I was part of scheduling you know people at a restaurant I worked at, and I just realized like hey, managers scheduling managers usually want about a year, uh, not a year sorry they usually want about a month or two ahead of time yeah of you requesting, especially if it's like a busy season, right? If, if we're going to have something going on during spring break, specifically maybe even around Easter, I want my volunteers to be the first ones on that list requesting work off because other people are going to start requesting that off. Um, mm. And so I need to know that. I also, because, you know, we have kids that our uh, church is a little bit more of a commuter church. People have to drive into it. So we have people, that, kids that go to school, you know, 30 miles away. We have kids that go to school a mile away. We have kids that go to to totally different schools. None of my high schoolers go to the same school. Hmm. So what that tells me is if one kid has a choir concert, that doesn't mean that the other kids have it too. You know, so I have to think about, okay, is this going to fit the family's schedule around, um, around their year, knowing that all these kids are going to have different things. They're not, not, there's not a whole lot of overlap of their schedule. So I want my parents and my students to look at that and go, 
that fits. That works for our year. Or, you know, the kids aren't necessarily thinking about that. They're more thinking of, oh, man, that looks awesome. Pool party in the warehouse. It's illegal now because our warehouse got shut down. But you know, and what I'm there's saying? no pool, and there's no pool. We could have done that. Actually, my senior pastor did that one year. I did a pool party <laughs> in there. Um, but so I just want my kids to look at it and go, "I want to be there." I want my volunteers to look at it and go, "That's manageable. I can do that." And want my parents, the parents, to look at it and go, "I we can fit that." That's mindful of our family time as well throughout the year. And uh, we can really make that work. So the one area that I think I struggle with the most is, I, you know, in the summer or in August, I get the whole calendar put together from beginning of the school year to the end of it. And then the summer usually comes out, you know, in like March, the summer calendar does. Um, and now we've been doing it for six or seven years. A lot of things we just have staples now, right? Like winter retreat is always Presence Day weekend. Our impact week in the summer is the last week of July. So some of that stuff just fits, and the parents know that's coming up. And they can, you know, schedule around it accordingly. So, again, I, I think of three demographics, three people groups, my kids, their parents, and the the volunteers. That's great. I think for long term, honestly, I don't I – I've never had the mind space to – to even think about doing a year calendar i've yeah. read i read about it in like doug field's books yeah but i've never every time i sat down or uh yeah i just never th- sat down and did it and because yeah. i my brain functions in like three blocks so every time i come to the three one of the end of the th- one of the blocks i move on to the next block and that's like spring winter calendar mm-hmm. my <clears throat> summer calendar and then my fall calendar yeah, and that's I take those in those different blocks, and different events happen within those different blocks, and sometimes I forget that that event even happens <laughs> uh, until I look at the block and I go, oh, okay, now I have to start thinking about this event, or I have to yeah. start thinking about that event. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's I think what I needed to do is really because taking that time off is such a big deal, and I yeah. I'm, I'm hearing some of my leaders speaking from the ether. And tell me, Ian, we've been wanting this since the beginning. Yeah, right. But I have never done it, and I feel like it would be such a victory. Yeah. To, uh, but it it does take a lot of forethought, and you have to write it in pencil because it's not like, you know, who knows what COVID's doing. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you, you got your opinions on 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 anything, but you. It's affecting, like, I can't go to, we've been doing an event with Beyond Malibu in British Columbia for a long time, and we haven't been able to go there because yep. we can't, they, the Young Life group would love to have us, yeah. but we can't get it through the Canadian border. Right. So then, right. like, but then we could go to, we've got missionaries that are in uh, Puerto Vallarta and in, in Mexico, so, but you can easily go to Mexico. Not that you'd necessarily want to go to a lot of places down there, sure, just because sure. of multitudes of a multitude of reasons. But there's, so it's it, there's you know, and but then also, like you've got. So when I plan things, I think mainly, and this is going to sound very selfish, but let me explain. Of one person, I think of me. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a staff of me. Sure. I have volunteers, and but that's like 
when I took over the ministry, we went from having a ministry of three paid staff, full-time paid staffers and two interns to me. Now I have now a, a part-time staffer who, but he's in charge of worship arts and making that all happen, Hmm. which is great. And that takes up a lot of his time. He also helps out with setting up and tear down on Mondays. Delightful. Yeah, you need that. Seth, Seth, you're incredible. Seth, you are really good at setting up and tearing down. You're, I can't even explain, bro. But, um, but I, I think about like, I, I have, have, it's, it's this balance of family and like, I need to plan this event, like fall Fandango. I need to plan the Selah retreat. I need to plan the Sprom, yeah. our Southside Prom. Yeah. I need these are all events that I've also taken, changed, adjusted to have what was a three to five staff members be able to run it to now one staff member if I can only run it. Then yeah. that's what I do. And like where you tell your leaders like you need to be there for the winter retreat. Yeah. I tell my leaders what they're what they're required to go to what i you know demand of them Mm -hmm. is to go to church to come on youth group on monday nights and go to leader meetings yeah and that's what i that's what i want them to be at so like i also tell them like hey if you go to fall fundingo that's a huge victory yeah like we need as many people to go as we can but like when i first took over the ministry Hmm. there was one event that i was the only leader at my wife and i and my wife was there, but she was also watching the kids yeah, who were like yeah. infants. Your your wife is not volunteering at that point. <laughs> she, She's not. She She's, did great to help me out, and I had a great team. But it, we were, went to Camp Spalding and did what was called, uh, uh, what was it called? Some somebody again speak to me through the ether. Uh, <laughs> Someone, Luke. but it was essentially I was outlet. And we thank you, Scott Euler, for that one. <laughs> but Scott. I don't know what I'm, I'm just making up crap, people. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. This but, is where uh, it goes. Uh, but Scott, <laughs> just, or, the outlet was like us doing service projects, and like we built things, we dug holes, we we yeah. set, we you know, we put the foot washing station in. Uh, one year for outlet, we put the 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 um, beach at Camp Spalding was l- literally like the almost the width of this desk, and we went there and we quadrupled the size. Yeah, and yeah. so a lot of the stuff, and we just love partnering with Camp Spalding. We love you guys up there. Um, not but, a sponsor, not a sponsor. But there, I think for me, I think this is a good conversation for me to have right now, just because like that is what something I need to do. Yeah, I don't have. I think in those block times, and I don't think of those other people, of yeah. whether it's too much or not enough or whatever, or if it's cool or appealing. I just think about what can I do with what I have. Yeah, I, I think – well, exactly. And, and and that's one of the hard parts about planning and calendars is that sometimes it really can just be how does this fit my schedule. And and that's that's important because – here, here, I mean, here's the thing, Ian, right? If you get burnt out by your calendar, then the reality is that calendar's too much. Exactly. And, and so, like, I think that's the thing to remember, too. You've got to, I mean, that fourth people group is your family. Your family has to look at that and go, 
That's so you're gone a week here, you're gone a week here, you're gone a week here, you're gone a weekend here, you're doing this here. Oh, and then the church is asking you to preach here and here, here. When do we get you? Exactly. Right? And so I think that's where prayer really comes in to your calendars. But I think the, the one thing to remember is you're a parent now. You have kids. You Your kids have extracurriculars, where whether it's you know, a school event here or going to dance or whatever, like my kids too, right? Like, so now when we say, hey, can the parents see this as manageable? We fall in that group. Yeah. When the, do, do, do my kids want to do this? We fall in that group. When my, can my volunteers manage this? We kind of fall in that group. So I think it's just important that your calendar looks as if, especially with parents, that you're mindful of them and you're serving them, Ooh. right? This is not a... Let's just have the biggest, fullest calendar ever. Because here's the thing. You could have five big events. You could have four big events. You could have small little events. Calendars can get busy quick. But if you have in your mind, I'm serving others, and I think that's how your calendar can reflect the gospel. I think your calendar can do that because it's mindful of others. It's serving of others. It's sacrificial. Yeah, hey, we might not do anything on spring break because we realize you're going to go away. You're going to go on vacation. So we're... We're going to be mindful of you, but we're also going to sacrifice our desire to want to do something big with the kids that week. Yeah. So calendars are important. Cover them with prayer. But also, I think that those three category, those three demographics of the students, the parents, and your volunteers is important. That's good. Hey, guys, this is Some People's Kids. Youth pastors kicking down snowmen with other youth pastors. Dude, my snowman fell. We built one. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Oh, you built one and it fell. fell It was like six foot three. Oh, and it was geez. front heavy. Listen, guys. Built like me. We have a, a Gmail. So feel free to email us at some people's kids podcast at gmail.com. Email us pictures of your snowman if you build any. <laughs> there you go. Some people's kids podcast at gmail.com. Also, Ko-fi. Coffee. a Ko fi account, K O F I dot com slash some people's kids. That is a great way to buy us a cup of coffee. It's only for $3. Tell us what kind of coffee you want us to try. You guys are wonderful. And we appreciate you so much. Love y'all. Talk to we'll y'all later. see you guys later.